everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobranic. And I'm Amelia Bellobrati. And today we're going to be discovering how important parades really are and diving into some new expectancies for the 50th celebration. And not just parades, but parties and nighttime shows and everything inside a park that isn't really necessary. Act- or, or, well, let's discuss that. Or actually sort of what I was going to say is part of the park, like a ride or restaurants or shopping. Yeah, how important really are Disney parades to, to you. you. To you? Not at all. To uh, nighttime shows and dance parties or, the you know, when the little cast members come down the street, it could be sometimes they do little plays in Hollywood studios, the little things like that. And you have, of course, the Dapper Dans, the barbershop quartet, or sometimes there's more than four of them. But anyway, how important are these things really? Well, I mean, I wouldn't know. We never go to them. And that's what I, here's what I was thinking about. And I was that that's probably true because I think when you're young, the parades, at least for me, and then we, of course, took you to parades more when you were younger, but Not I don't true. really like lining up for anything. That is so shocking. And I know a lot of people look at me quizzically and say, How can you like Disney parks and hate lining up? It's yeah, like how does they that don't work? Go, they don't go together. Well, you know how it works because that's how we do it every time. We don't spend a ton of time and we spend a lot of time in parks, but not eight hours a day. I wish we would. Even when I was younger in the 70s, we still wouldn't go for eight hours. And of course, that's the beauty of staying on site. You just dip in and dip out as you please. Can you really call staying at Fort Wilderness on a campsite staying on site? Uh, it's pretty much as close as you can get to the Magic Kingdom. Not true. Well, in the Magic Kingdom area. And it has direct boat access. Don't you diss Fort Wilderness. You like Fort Wilderness. I would never want to stay there. Fort Wilderness is a great resort, but that's another episode. So let's get back to this. Let's start with parades. And then, yes, as Amelia said, there's been a, there was a recent announcement, a little bit more information about what's coming for the 50th anniversary. So we're going to talk about that because it directly plays into this. But generally speaking, how important to you are, let's say, Disney parades? Well, I actually rather enjoy them, but maybe it's just, it's more of a rarity for me because you never want to sit and watch a parade. However, with the one exception being the Christmas Day parade, which you will sit and watch for hours. So I, I don't know what goes on in your brain, what the Well, first of all, is. the Christmas parade, you're talking about when they broadcast it on yeah. TV, so we don't have to sit there. And... It's still just watching floats go by. Yeah, but you know what? I don't like the waiting around for parades and, you know, it gets sort of messy with other guests sometimes and people are obnoxious sometimes, which we've talked about in other shows and I've talked about in my blog, some blog posts. But I do, you know, when we go to the Halloween party, for example... I don't. I, I like, like the Christmas Halloween party. parade, the boo to you. It's pretty cool, and I like the Christmas parade. But I don't really love waiting for the parades to start. When I was younger, the parks weren't as crowded, and I mean, we've talked about this, or at least I did in some posts. They used to actually let guests onto the floats, not randomly, but they would pick guests to come on the floats. And I think you said that was in a Full House episode. It was. Yeah. So that did actually happen That's back a- in the day. Why have I not been on a float? But not anymore. Very rare will they let the average guest become part of the show just for a whole bunch of reasons now. Everybody's 
very cautious about liability and all that sort of stuff. But I don't mind parades. And as I'm saying this, there's certain parades I love. You know what my favorite parade in recent time was? What? Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It. That is an excellent parade. I really liked that one. I know a lot of people didn't, but I really liked it. That one, I would sort of stop and watch. Can you call the show at Hollywood where they all where they have the dancers with the Disney Channel rocks? Is that a parade? No, that, but that's what I was talking about, more of sort of a special event thing. But I did like Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It. I don't mind the newer one with the dragon. It's okay. First time they launch them, I will stand and watch it. Let me just say that. I'll wait and because I, I do want to see it I will it enjoy once. it because this never, ever happens. But I guess what I'm getting at is it's not a part of my everyday. In fact, I'll avoid the parades, right? I want to get out of the park, especially Magic Kingdom, before Main Street starts getting crowded with parade people. So... I think if it's your first time or one of your only times, sure, watch the parade. They're good. You get to see everyone, especially, well, when they bring them all back. But generally, parades for me are not a big part of the park experience. That's what I was getting at. Yes, that is unfortunately quite true. What about nighttime shows for you? Nighttime shows? Are they part of the park experience for you? I'm talking about Happily Ever After and Wishes, or I'm talking about Illuminations, well, what was Illuminations at Epcot That's or the not... Star Wars show? Animal Kingdom, well, they brought Rivers of Light, but it never really had a nighttime show because of the animals. They don't want booming fireworks, which disturbs the animals. So let's talk about nighttime shows in the Magic Kingdom first. I think maybe I'm just nostalgic, but I think only really Happily Ever After and or Wishes would be part of the park experience. And the other ones are just kind of kind of there because I feel like the Magic Kingdom is just much more nostalgic for me at least because it is the first park and even though I've gone to the other ones and like a lot of the other ones better it's just it doesn't feel as magical their specific shows and nighttime shows for me are more a part of the park experience but I don't love them all blindly Uh, as we all know I loved wishes Um, I even liked Symphony before that. Mm. Happily Ever After, again, it's okay. It's just no heart for me. I'll watch it, but I won't make a case. Wishes, I would make a case to see over and over. The music. Which music? The music for Happily Ever After is just top notch. Yeah, but the show, well, it's catchy, but I know you like the song. But overall, I just find it less than Wishes was in terms of... Warming the heart and you sort just of a not true like Disney way. Movies, because oh, is this just another one of Disney's? You know, branding everything. Yes, that's what it is. And happily ever after is very modular. They'll be able to swap in and out things. Whereas wishes was a story, beginning to end, and that's what I loved about it. it told a story, and it was pretty cool. Now Epcot shows jumping over there. So I I I will say in Magic Kingdom, cutting just, off my point. Okay, well, what's your point? point is i would say happily ever after is not necessarily geared to you it's more geared towards children i would guess because i mean people can like animated movies it's just some of the newer ones especially that they have on there are more to make children excited to see it because they get to see their favorite characters and hear the songs and the big castle and well my take on it would be a little different i would say happily ever after is geared to sort of everyone even first-timers who aren't big, huge Disney fans, whereas Wishes very much was attractive to true Disney fans. Yeah, so they're trying to get more people to come watch it. Yeah, so 
that's why it's a little bit heartless it's <laughs> compared, not compared heartless. to wishes. Wishes had heart. Happily ever after is just let's take every bit of stuff we can throw into a show and put it in there. And we're going to talk about that even more in a minute because I have strong opinions oh, for joy. what's to come in the 50th anniversary. Now let I want to jump to Epcot because while I did love wishes and I don't mind happily ever after, the Epcot shows for me never loved them. LA Illuminations. People, again, just, people love everything. You say Happily Ever After has no heart. This is just fireworks. Which one? Illuminations? Yeah. Well, it wasn't just fireworks. It was lasers and fire and all that. Yeah, but it's stuff. just like, it's just kind of a show, not an experience. And it's gone. And then, of course, the big one that's coming. We're, we're going to jump ahead to that in a minute. Um, but before we do that, let's go over to Hollywood Studios, where the parades really, it's never had parade they have the star wars first order they did have disney channel rocks come down the street but it's never had a really a parade in the way that magic kingdom does and and then epcot i don't think they're i don't remember any real parades at all it's not a parade type of park do you hold that against it or is that a plus for you mr parade hater no, I think, at least in this case, it does suit the park. It's a different kind of park, and there's no... I mean, you could make anything, have a parade spot, but it doesn't. Re, it's not really suitable for that par park, unless you did a parade of countries or something like that through... There were things in World Showcase in the old days, like the bus that used to drive around and all that sort of... There was a double-decker bus that transported you around. You could hop on and hop off. But as a, Are you talking about Hollywood or Epcot? I'm talking about Epcot, World Showcase The now. First Order Parade, what? No, you... keep up with me here. So, the, so Hollywood Studios, no real parade, in my opinion, the way Magic Kingdom does. But they have parade-like things. That's right? true. Whereas Epcot has none. No, but really, Epcot that I can think does of. not. Maybe it did in the past. I don't remember. Epcot does if it not did, it was not memorable. Yeah, Epcot does not need a parade. I think a parade would only stain Epcot. And the same goes for Animal Kingdom, right? No real parades to speak of. They could have a parade. I don't understand why they don't. Now, they do have more dance parties. And I will say, I like the dance parties. Animal Kingdom has one in Dino Land, for sure. We see that one a lot. Of course, in Tomorrowland, in the Magic Kingdom, there's a whole stage for a sort of a dance party area. Hollywood Studios, yes, they had... Well, Disney Channel Rocks was effectively yeah, a dance party. You'd expect they would have dance parties because it's kind of in keeping with Hollywood's main theme. After all, like Hollywood and the glitz and the glamour and whatever else goes on in L.A. So I guess I would say overall, my whole theme of this, if you had to say how important are all of these things we've just been talking about to your overall Disney Parks experience? Very. Very. I'd say moderately. Mm, I respectfully disagree. Because if you think about the pandemic era that we're coming out of now, knock on wood, all of those things didn't exist, right? So the parks were standing on their own. The parks are different. The parks are... I don't want to say subpar, but for the very high expectations of a Disney experience, the parks are enough. But is enough enough? Well, I guess the extra magic. I don't, I don't know if it's the Disney difference, but it does add, as Mary Poppins would say, another element of fun, right, to the overall experience. It just, it adds not sort of nostalgia, but it just kind of adds more of a creative and happy feeling within you. That just makes you want to keep going back for more. Whereas the parks are definitely fun. It, it's more, not generic. It's it's gets 
more closer to your average run of the mill roller coaster park. Yeah, like a universal or, <laughs> or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. It kind of becomes more like universal, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It just kind of takes away some of Disney's magic that will hopefully yeah. be returned to its and full And I guess glory. when they when they did redo the hub, when they changed it to make moving around in there easier and more efficient for both cast members and guests, they did it because the parades were just causing a nightmare. It's really, I've noticed it in the last 20 years, how much worse it's gotten, right? The more crowded the parks get, the worse it is at parade time and stuff like that. So that's sort of my beef with it, is that it really disrupts the park to a point that almost an hour or two before a parade starts, it's like, oh man, here goes Main Street and let's get out of here. An hour or two? That's ridiculous. Yeah, people start lining up, right, to get those front row seats or curbside spots. Curbside, curbside, we've all become used to that, but... That's been a long thing for the parades, and that's what I don't like about it. It's kind of confusing to me why people... Because I would like to see a parade. I, however, would not wait two hours well, to see a bunch of people in floats. And that's why, as a pay-for-play person, <laughs> I like VIP seating, right, for fireworks or parades or things like that. Because at least then, you don't have to wait around. So I would, I will pay for pretty much anything that keeps me out of crowds and lines at Disney World. What would you consider uh, the electrical water pageant? Would you consider that part of the parks? No. The hotels, a parade, a show? It's a unique thing. Um, it's and, own category. And it's really, I like it because it, you can really casually, in fact, I've run out when it started when you were a baby and grabbed you out of, we were at the Grand Floridian and you heard it. I, we thought you needed sleep. You said, the water pageant because with the music. And so I picked you up out of your... I don't know what you were in, not a crib, but sleeping on a pullout couch or something in that room and ran you down to the shore. So I like the water pageant because it's easy to get to. If people do go down, but it's not crowded in such a way that you got to get a seat, you know, an hour before it. It's kind of for the true fans with the Disney nostalgia. Yeah. People who don't really even know what it is or why it was started and... It'll be cool to see what happens with it because this is its 50th year too. So as we've said before, it started right from the beginning and it was to celebrate the opening of the Polynesian Village. That's how it started. And it's been running pretty much unchanged. They changed the music a little bit. They gave the original music to the Main Street Electrical Parade. What you hear there was originally in a slightly different form part of the electrical water patch but that's that's how it started and that's watch what it them was. just like make the dragon raya's dragon and then all the fish like nemo and just cross well they did put everywhere. some show music in when they changed of it of course they did so you know for some reason i found that to be okay <laughs> i don't i don't come down on every decision they make although it may sound like that and with that, I want to talk for the second half of this show. I didn't plan this when we were thinking about this idea, but it sort of dovetails right into it. Disney recently announced a little bit more about what's coming for the 50th anniversary. And a lot of it is exactly this type of stuff, which I guess shouldn't be a surprise. So is it enhancing the 50th celebration or is it taking away from it with all the crowds all right let's go through these things in the order if you haven't read any articles or releases or anything but we're going to go through in order exactly what they're doing and we'll talk about how we feel about it so the first thing is what is being called disney enchantment and disney enchantment is a new nighttime show. So we talked in our past episode. I'm nervous. Is wish it uh, like a there? There are a group of us who really think 
would have been cool to have wishes brought back in some sort of way. So they but, need to do wishes or symphony or one of the original shows again for its 50th anniversary. Now, so this will mean happily ever after presumably is gone or put on pause for the next year and a half, right? Because what? so all of these things for start October 1st, which is the original opening day and is the actual 50th anniversary day. So if you're going in the summer, you will still have all of your normal happily ever after festivities. So the thing I correct. So that so you're going to have one more chance in August to see happily ever after before uh pretty much almost 2 years, 18 months from October, but it'll be almost <gasps> 2 years. So enjoy it. Good thing we're staying in the Polynesian bungalows because we can sit on our bungalow balcony. You have your own speaker on those balconies, which is cool for the nighttime show, and just watch it over the Magic Kingdom. But we'll be there in person too. Okay, so Disney Enchantment. When I read this, how did it strike you when you read about it? New. I was nervous. Is it going to be happily ever after again, kind of? But in a different way. <laughs> That's funny. That's what I thought. The reason I don't love Happily Ever After is it really, it's just becoming so much, okay, we've got projections, fireworks, lasers, let's cram it's it all. becoming illuminations. Yeah, let's just shove everything into one show and it's overboard. It's it's more for the wow factor than it is for the Disney feel. That's my That was my initial reaction to it. Now, with this Disney enchantment, it's, it's even more than that from the sounds of it. Yeah. But there is one thing... That sounds like it could be cool that I'm curious to see. Okay. And that I have is, a comment. And that is this washing down Main Street effect. That actually sounds very cool to me. And it could save it because it does add sort of an audience to the show that even if you're not really watching it, you're encased in it. And maybe now you want to go back and now you want to watch it because you want to know why am I being floored and light from the castle? What, what's going on over here? Yeah, it sounds like there was one artist concept picture released and the way it looks to me is because they didn't go into detail but here's how i think it's going to work you know how there's projections on the castle now so they're going to have the projections but then it's going to be like a wave going from the well i don't know which way it's going to go maybe it starts at main street station and the wave goes up main street but all the buildings as a wave like in a stadium will start to light up as a like a wave going down the street and then the that, buildings are like the street actually as i'm saying this i think that's how it will work i think it'll start at main street station and go up the street and then boom the castle will light up oh yeah that could, originally that could work. i was thinking it would be the castle and the wave would go down the street to main street station but either way yeah it's going to be cool if you're standing on Main Street and suddenly all the buildings light up with these projections. Like it looks quite bright yeah. in the in the images. And I don't think they will, but what they could also do is like put some of the projections on actually like Main Street, the road, and so you are like in a spotlight of projections. It could and it's be all right? around you. That's what I want to see, but I don't know. I'm not a Disney Imagineer. So now, oddly enough, because this is the 50th anniversary, I don't mind them throwing everything at it. It sort of makes sense because it's the 50th anniversary. Well, see, it's kind of like what I said. It is Happily Ever After, but more extreme. But the thing that gets you with Happily Ever After is the music. The music is so good. So what are they going to do for this? They need a very good song. Yeah, we'll have to see. To make it nostalgic and exciting. And maybe, just maybe, it will have elements of wishes and symphony Symphony in the Sky, Symphony. I forget what it was. I keep forgetting what that original one was called. But anyway, maybe it will have they elements. Mix all three. That's what I think. Maybe, or maybe there's five minutes in it that's sort of a nod to wishes and that sort of thing. 
So we'll see. I'm interested to see how Disney Enchantment works. I'm excited for it, but then again, I like Happily Ever After, so, you know. Now, I'm less interested or more curious and almost Nor ready nervous. to critique Harmonious. Critique? Critique. Is that critique. a word? Critique. Right. Because I don't know if you've seen the photos, but they've got the big ring. I'm questionable about it. In the middle of World Showcase Lagoon, and there's four floats. So Harmonious, which debuts again October 1st, the new show at Epcot. But, the, you know, it says pyrotechnics and fountains and music and lights. So it remi- you know, we're, cool, you know, World of Color at California Adventure. Yeah. I'm imagining a lot of that as part of it. Again, I'm imagining, okay, yeah. let's take everything we do everywhere and put it into one show. So but see, I like Happily World Ever After 2.0. I'm just worried that they're going to take World of Color and Happily Ever After and just mix them and that it'll be too much. Yeah. And then there's and fire in the big ring and all this stuff. So yeah. I think a lot of people are more curious about Harmonious than anything else, especially well, lovers of the past Epcot shows. Now, as I said, I don't really care for Epcot shows, so we'll see if this one proves me wrong. It will be very cool. Another concern is, is it too much? Like, do they have enough power to light this fire and the lasers and the fireworks? Well, or I don't like what it's done to the landscape, and we'll see it in person yeah. in a few weeks when we're there, but it, just all this stuff junk in the lagoon it's i used to love yeah. taking photos across the lagoon really really beautiful that's sight what i'm lines. worrying about yeah too. well that's gone so oh, now okay. there's this big ugly ring there and stuff so we'll see we'll see how it all comes together by october but i'm um, so far i mean the show may be great but for the rest of the time you got to live with all this stuff so we'll see how they manage that is it worth it we will see is it yes. worth it is the question i'm I don't know. I was going to say I'm predisposed to think no, but we'll see. I'll, I will approach these all with an open mind. Believe it or not, even though I have opinions already. I choose not. I will change them on this show. You will see if uh, if they win me over. Now, one of the coolest ones of all, which I'm really curious how it's going to work, is this Animal Kingdom one. Yeah, I'm because they don't really have a lot of big shows. I'm actually excited for this one. It's called, yeah, it's called Disney Kite Tales. This one actually sounded very cool, very, I don't know if it's in theming with Animal Kingdom, it just... Well, the kites are going to be animals. Yeah, it just, it sounded like they said they'll, they'll have characters like Simba and all those characters that are animals, but I'm just, I'm wondering, is it too, not childish, but I don't know, I feel like all the other ones are so big. Is this one the sweet spot or will it go off in its own other direction? That's wrong. And the one, uh, the thing <laughs> about this concern. one that I'm wondering about is it sounded like there's two parts. So over the water, presumably over by Everest where the uh, river show was, they're going to have huge kites over the water and I don't know how they're going to be managed. But then they're also going to have actual people, so kite experts flying yeah. big, still big, but smaller kites. So I don't know. I, it sounds cool. It's animal theme. It's not loud or noisy. It's during That's the day, good. so it won't disturb the animals. But what about wind? You need wind, but you don't need Florida thunderstorm. Like there's so it's so weather dependent. That's, yeah, that's what I'm way more so than any other show. Because so I, it will run through the summer. A few. I'm, well, it's going to run for eighteen months. Yeah, so it will run through the summer. Florida in the summer is just. So it's like the Amazon rainforest. But you can't fly a kite when there's no wind. 
So are they going to have huge fans somewhere? <laughs> like, how are they going to do this? I'm really, know, really maybe, curious about the technical aspects of putting on this show. Maybe the kite is like a little drone. Well, not little. Oh, oh you led like, me into something since you said that. And then we'll have to whip through some of these before our show ends. But if you don't mind, sorry, I cut you off, but you mm-hmm. said drones. One thing I didn't see here at all is drones. So drones at night, remember in Biden and Kamala Harris, yeah. their little... Uh, not their inauguration, but that little... Uh, victory speech. Victory speech, thank you. They had the drones, they're doing that. And drones around the world are becoming the new nighttime show. They're very cool. And Disney was testing drones at I Disney think Springs. Disney has something up their so, sleeve. They're not releasing it. Okay, so let's see. I I, I would tend to hope so. I want to see some drone-like shows. I don't think this is like necessarily a drone show. I just think that there could be something propelling it that's not natural wind that there is something else some sort of not a jet pack but some sort of power pack that is propelling it and also are they going to have many versions of these kites available for sale oh disney merchandising if you're listening <laughs> and haven't thought of that because sometimes you do miss the merchandising mark believe it or not happened with sophia the first yeah, and what, doc mcstuffins I what think. was that lack of merchandise i was ready to buy yeah so don't forget that now, a bunch of the other smaller things, not shows. So we'll see what happens with the shows. My over thing is shows, and I, I guess it's cool to have them. I don't like when they get in the way of guest flow, but I am looking forward to the 50th anniversary stuff because, hey, if ever, this is when you do it. I so, will be purchasing some of these other things. Now, some of the other things they announced are these golden sculptures, the Disney Fab 50. So they're going to have yeah. 50 little sculptures across the floor. Par- 50 four. different characters, I think. Yeah. The, no, I, is it? Oh, yeah. Across the four parks. And I picture those little statues around the hub in the Magic Kingdom by the castle that they'll look cute. like that. Or will they be like giant like Walt and Mickey? And they're golden ones. But the cool thing was it said they are interactive. They are what now? So we'll see. You know, I think of the Haunted Mansion line and how some of that stuff works. Oh, so yeah. let's see what that is. So that could be cool. Again, maybe they'll sell mini ones. That, not mini mouse, but M-I-N-I ones yeah. <laughs> that you can take home. And then there is, of course, Mickey and Friends and their outfits. Those uh-huh. pictures have already been released. I will be buying stuffies of Minnie in her new adorable 50s Remy's dress. Ratatouille adventure opening. We didn't uh, love it in Disneyland yeah. Paris. So That's a bit of an yeah. overstatement. We'll go on it. We'll see if... If, it, if they improved the feeling, <clears throat> not as cool as it could have been, in our opinion. It just seemed fake. But there is that new La Creperie de Paris, a new restaurant opening there for takeout. I uh, like crepes. Quick service and table service. Yeah, so let's see if that's good. The One of the ones that's most interesting to me is the Beacons of Magic. I'm a bit confused as to the concept of So this, what they're actually. doing is, for each of the four icons that we talked about, so Cinderella Castle, the Tree of Life, Tower of Terror. It's not... And, and Spaceship Earth. Well, it is now officially. It's not. They're going to have well, a beacon. Is you know when you see things shining up in the air, yeah. bright light. You can. Is it going to be when you're at top of the world at Bay Lake or the top of the? Contem- I'm on the top of the world. You can see those four big lights shining in the sky. I think yeah. that's what it's so- supposed to be like. And they said those are going to stay, so they'll be permanent. So there'll be sort of a firefly theme around the Tree of Life and the Glimmering Castle and star theme around Spaceship Earth and sort of, I don't know, Tower of Terror, what the theme will be. It said Glitz and Glamour of Hollywood, but we'll see if it's spooky. This is my fear. Those sound cool to me. I like this idea. Is this making Hollywood Tower of Terror the permanent icon? I believe it is. No. I believe it is. Bring back the hat. Or something. That should be a hashtag. I still want a Death Star. 
I Hashtag still bring back want the hat. a Death Star. They already have a giant globe. No, I want a giant Death Star, but that's just that my would thing. Be cool. Now, the final thing I want to talk about, which I did see a video for, is the cast member new name tags. I think this will be so cool, mm-hmm. and I will be getting a forgery of this. The iridescent. So I don't know if you've watched the YouTube video, but it, you know, it's a it's a regular cast member shape uh, name tag. But what it has is sort of holographic gold foil around it. Can you like buy these with your name on them? I don't know. We'll have to look for the black market online. <laughs> and they shimmer, right? When you see them in the sun, they sort of catch and shimmer. But <laughs> though, here's the one thing about it that made me chuckle because it's no secret to any of our regular listeners that I'm not a fan of the uh, bold castle co- colors. This just, this just shocks me. The pink and the blue turrets. And I'm, I just can't wait for the sun to fade them. But they said... I had to chuckle because they said, you know, they were talking about how they're making these with the cool. And I do like how they shimmer. They look pretty neat. They're not ugly. They're nice. But they go, the cast member's name is built on the castle turret blue. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, great. But actually on the name tag, it looks good, right? It's not, it's not a castle. It's not the blue on the castle just makes it look too, it cheapens it to me. But hey, that's just my opinion. You know what I think? I was just, I was always in the boat of it looks nice. And it does. It looks very beautiful. It's very grand. It looks very Aurora-y for Cinderella's castle. Exactly. But like, two weeks ago, I just realized like, oh, I'm going. Oh, the castle is pink. Why is this castle pink? I don't understand. Well, we can mess with the colors in Photoshop after. <laughs> I just realized this. But anyway, so sort of a mixed episode here talking about the value of special activities in parks, but then really going into... I see there is true value for these ones for the 50th anniversary. It is what we're hoping to see. Still no word of what I want most of all. Drones? No special parties. Ooh. Special ticketed events. So I still want to hear some of those coming. Please. But in the meantime, this is what we know. Let us know what you think about parades and stuff in general. But more importantly, what you think of what they've uh, we discussed today, what they've announced so far coming for the 50th anniversary. And which one are you looking most forward to? Maybe I'll do some polls about this this week. I think why I'm most excited for the 50th service, it's not completely reliant on nostalgia like a lot of the other shows or parades that they have now. It's just it can be good for just itself. Which one? The uh, All of the new 50th stuff because it's not necessarily nostalgic. Anyone. Well, we'll have to see, like, for Disney Enchantment, what they do. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm not yeah. counting it out No, I'm, I'm looking. I'm glad they're doing some stuff above and beyond what they've done in the past for other anniversaries. All right, everyone. So getting excited for 50th anniversary or your next upcoming Disney vacation. Thanks for joining us again this week. Follow along at 1923 Main Street on social media pretty much everywhere. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>